the Internet's most listened to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show and a happy holiday week to many of you. And wow, a beautiful day. We've had some beautiful days here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I mean, it really looks like spring is soon coming. for So for all of those gardeners such as myself, I'll bet you're so excited. And we, we've had such a great past two weeks. This past week, we were in Washington, D.C. to see Congressman Denny Hoyer receive the prestigious Tony Quello Award. It was so exciting, and many of my friends were there, including the Secretary of Transportation, Secretary Mineta. And Steny's words were just so wonderful. I mean, he really deserves this award. We all love him so much. And I just want to say to you, Congressman Hoyer, that we are all proud of you. We all salute you for the work you are doing in this country for Americans with disabilities. And you know what I always say? It's all about leadership. It's always about leadership that makes the difference in this area. And today, wow, we have a great guest who knows all about leadership because today our guest, Aradna Donda, is the president and CEO of Leadership Pittsburgh, Inc. Aradna, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joyce. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And so all of my guests know we're proud to have Aradna in the Pittsburgh community. And I'm sure if, as she continues on, her influence will be felt in many cities in the United States. But Aradna, since many of our guests aren't familiar with Leadership Pittsburgh, could you first tell us how and when did this come into existence? Sure, it's my pleasure. Leadership Pittsburgh, Inc. is a nonprofit organization. We came into existence about 20 years back, and we were first an idea of the Chamber of Commerce. We, were, we spent about the first 15 years of our life with the Chamber, and then once uh, the Chamber and the Advisory Board of Leadership Pittsburgh were confident that the organization could sustain itself on its own, we migrated away from the Chamber. We still work very closely with the Pittsburgh Chamber of Commerce, but that's that's those are our beginnings. And, uh, Radna, um, I always tell people, I can't think of a better person, in my opinion, than to be running Leadership Pittsburgh <laughs> than you. Um, but I want you to tell us, how, what does this mean to you? What did it mean to you to move to this organization? Oh, wow. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your kind words. I am, you know, my servant leader is, is, I think, what leadership is all about. It's the Gandhian principle of uh, there go my people and I lead following them. So that is the motto of Leadership Pittsburgh, too. We connect civic leaders with civic issues. And um, I am a graduate of one of our programs. Uh, we started with just one program, and now we offer over six different programs. I'm a graduate of the flagship program, which is Leadership Pittsburgh. The organization is called Leadership Pittsburgh, Inc. The flagship program is Leadership Pittsburgh. We have a companion program 
called Leadership Development Initiative and another core program, Leadership On Board, and so on and so forth. I'm just giving you, your audience, just a little bit of the backdrop of what the organization is about in terms of its program offerings. Um, Given that I'm a graduate of the program, I I have experienced firsthand the value both in terms of me as a person who got connected very quickly into the community and developed an understanding of the issues facing our community because of my participation in Leadership Pittsburgh. And now to be in a position to be able to uh, head this organization, to have the privilege and the opportunity and be in a position to be able to take leaders, connect them to issues, connect them to each other, and and then to build the work of community leadership. I, I could ask for uh, no better job, really. I mean, it just is just such, such a privilege. Well, that's wonderful. And as I said to everyone, we're, we're proud to have you. And we do have some questions. I always send out press releases ahead of time across the country and throughout the world to people about our upcoming guest. And we have a question right here for you from uh, Kansas City from a Lorna who wanted to know, uh, Miss Donda, in your opinion, do you see a lack of training in leadership skills for our young people today in America? Um, You know what I'd like to say uh, to uh, your listener from Kansas City, there are enough opportunities for leadership training, whether it is in a university setting or in a community leadership program at the schools, um, at the YMCAs, at the YWCAs. There are enough opportunity. I think the challenge for our country is to seize upon those opportunities and, and make them real and be personal and to, and to seize the, uh, the whole notion of leadership as being very personal. We have to stop looking at just the elected officials. God bless them. They are doing a lot for us and for our country, but leadership is not just about elected officials anymore or even corporate CEOs. It is, you know, million flowers bloom of leadership. When, As you started with, uh, uh, with the imagery of spring and gardens, that's how leadership is. We, it, we ha- each and every one of us has to take ownership and if we do, there are enough opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yes, and how do I agree with that? And also, Ron, uh, Ted from Maine wanted to know, Miss Donda, with Le- Leadership Pittsburgh, how young are people that get involved? In other words, is this all just working people, professional people, or do you ever have college students or other young people who try to get involved? Sure. Let me uh, take a step back and tell your listener. Did you say his name is Ted? Yes. Ted uh, from Maine. Uh, I don't have my computer in front of me, so I'm not sure of, about the programs which are offered in Maine in community leadership, but we are a part of a very loose network of community leadership programs all across the country. So there is like, for example, a lead Boston, there's a leadership San Diego, there's a, and some of the programs are uh, state level, others are county level. So I would encourage your listener to, I mean, if he has not already Googled it, uh, to Google Leadership Maine or something like that and, and see what, what comes up, uh, to know about the leadership, community leadership programs in Maine. In our particular program, Leadership Pittsburgh Inc.'s programs, uh, 
we are geared at this point through our different programs towards the uh, young professionals and up. We do. We personally do not offer a pro leadership program for college students yet, or for high school students. But many of our sister and brother programs in the country do. Oh, that is wonderful. Okay, mm -hmm. well then they can just go to their Google site and look mm -hmm. up about what's going on in their own area yes. to get more more information on that. And if you've just tuned in, we're talking to the president and CEO of Leadership Pittsburgh Inc., Aradna Donda. Uh, and Aradna, a question that I have. Sure. How often do corporate boards call you to recruit members to sit on their boards? Mm. Uh, interesting question. It's not a part of what we do. So we do not get uh, phone calls from corporations. We are often getting receiving phone calls and making board matches for nonprofit organizations and commissions. Mm -hmm. But it seems like the corporate uh, folks are pretty clear on what they need and they know how to access that pool of talent. Mm -hmm. So we do not get those calls. You get more calls from like nonprofits oh, and yes. commissions, and and commissions, and even um, you know, for example, when people are coming new in city offices, like the mayor's office, they would often we might often get a call from the incoming mayor to say, "I'm looking for um, you know young uh, women to place on thus and such a commission." who has gone through your program, who lives in the city, whom you felt is committed to the community and is ready to adopt a really leadership role. It could be, you know, any of the criteria. And then given that we have a really vast and rich network of trained and committed leaders, our network, graduate network is over 1,300 now, um, we are often able to refer them to real talent and not just one, but several talented people. So we get those calls all the time. Oh, that is wonderful. And so you understand if you're listening to this show, this is a program you go through as a professional at a company or an organization um, to really, truly help you not only understand the community but your leadership skills, how you can have an impact. And many times nonprofits and, as Aradna mentioned, commissions then call her as they are looking for members to join the board of that nonprofit or of that commission because it is such a great recruiting ground. And if you're listening to the show and you haven't thought about that yet, always keep in mind, great place to go to find future leaders is through Leadership Pittsburgh. And why I asked you that question, Aradna, is I'm thinking to myself, how could we use Leadership Pittsburgh to impact companies or corporations about employing people with disabilities? Mm, uh, we have to keep talking about it. We have raised um, the awareness and Joyce in our local area in southwestern Pennsylvania and with all the congressional awards you get, you have raised the profile of the issue in you know across the nation and so I want to uh, pay tribute to you and congratulate you on all the work that you have done. But all of us, all citizens, need to keep raising the profile of true representation in our community boards. Yes, that's part of being a great leader. And we'll talk more to Aradna about that when we come back from break. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. 
the authority in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com. This week on Slice of Sci-Fi with Michael and Evo, Lake Bell from Surface joins us to tell us about the show, and TD-0013, our resident stormtrooper, joins us in studio to help us talk about the sci-fi that's happened this week. That's this week on Slice of Sci-Fi with Michael and Evo. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. And we are talking today to Aradna Donda, the president and CEO of Leadership Pittsburgh Incorporated. And what she was talking about when we went to break was how we could use this Leadership Pittsburgh to impact more people about, of course, the terrible problem you all know we are facing in this country, which is this tragically high unemployment rate. And always remember, the group with the highest unemployment rate would be minorities with significant disabilities, which I refer to as double jeopardy when that happens. And as Aradna was mentioning, and she's right, we have to keep talking about it. We have to keep it in front of people because that is the only way we're going to get everyone's attention 
or it will not be on the radar screen. And Aradna, we have a question for you from Jamie in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and her question is, uh, Ms. Donda, what advice would you give to youth who have never held a leadership position before but are interested in growing their leadership abilities? Mm. And by youth, I believe that Jamie is referring to, let's say, middle school, high school, college level um, uh, individuals. Um, Just jump in. Volunteer. There are so many task forces that colleges and schools form. Uh, There are uh, student representative uh, representation councils in in schools. Jump in and participate in that. Go to the neighborhood church. Offer your services. Look for internship opportunities. You know, as I was saying, Joyce, leadership is not just a position or a title. As I heard just this morning someone say that leadership is not a noun. It's a verb. It's what you do. Yeah. Oh, yes. Isn't that true? Yeah, that is so true. It is what you do. And I like Aradna's advice of just jump in because you know what? I always tell young people with disabilities, you can't wait. There is no waiting. There is no entitlement, and there is no person that's going to come and be that one that automatically changes destiny for you. You're in charge of your life. Mm -hmm. And that's why the sooner you get involved in volunteerism, the better it is, because I believe volunteerism really builds character, and that is how you get to meet so many people that will impact your life. Don't you agree with that, Aradna? Oh, I absolutely enjoy it in terms of jumping in and taking control of your own destiny. I believe it's not just people or populations with disabilities or minorities or, you know, women or, um, or, or immigrants. It is each and every person. We have to jump in. We have to be responsible for our own life and self. And for some of us, it takes a little bit more. I mean, um, you know, most of, chances are that most of your listeners can detect a little hint of an accent <laughs> in my voice. I have, you know, I'm an immigrant in, in, uh, to this country, and we came here about now nearly 20 years ago, and I am a relative newcomer still to uh, southwestern Pennsylvania, but I did not sit back and wait for someone to say, Aradna, get involved. And it's not just me. Our, our Pittsburgh community is a very friendly, open community, and there were lots of opportunities. So if one has an open heart and one wants to get do something, the opportunities are out there. They might be somewhat difficult for some of us, but if we make a concerted effort, I have firm belief that things do fall into place, and volunteerism is a win-win, Joyce, as you were saying. One, the volunteer gains leadership and community skills, and the community at large gains a lot from a volunteer's time, money, connections, information. Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I have a great story for all of you listeners, which, of course, as you all know, as a woman with epilepsy and a hearing loss, I am all about disability and employment for people with disability, but I am also all about giving back to the community. I really strongly believe in volunteerism. And one evening, I went to a charitable event, and this is how I met Aradna. (laughs) 
And I just want to tell all of my listeners with disabilities, to this day of my life, I have never met anyone like Aradna because I do not know her, never met her before. I had never talked to her before, ever. And I only talked to her for a few minutes telling her what I did for a living, trying to help with the employment of people with disabilities. And she was introducing me to people that, you know, I didn't know, telling them how they, too, should get involved doing this. So you are the epitome of jump in, Aradna. Oh, you are so kind, Joyce, but all of us have to do this. We have to do it for each other. We have to do it for ourselves. We have to do it for the community. You had asked just a little while back about perhaps how can Leadership Pittsburgh help raise awareness of of this issue, of uh, what I feel is all about representation and inclusiveness, and and it's about increased productivity. We at Leadership Pittsburgh, just for your listeners, we have uh, for uh, for our flagship program, Leadership Pittsburgh, the class of about 50 uh, senior-level execs from all the three sectors, from the for-profit, not-for-profit, and the public sector, they meet once a month for a full-day session devoted to a topic of interest and importance to southwestern Pennsylvania. Our mid-year retreat, which is an overnight retreat with these 50 senior-level execs, is centered around issues of diversity. At the most recent retreat for our current LP, Leadership Pittsburgh class, uh, we were um, at the Mountain View Inn, not far from Pittsburgh, and the topic of inclusiveness as it relates to people with disabilities uh, came up. And it was so amazing and interesting and but in some in some ways not surprising that there was uh there was an exec there is an exec in our class from Highmark and he started talking about and I believe uh Joyce he named you and he started talking about the immense talent pool that he has found with your help. And and he was talking all about productivity. It was not about helping or even inclusiveness. He was talking about the bottom line. And, uh, Josie, you'd be pleased to know that there were, I saw at least three other corporate execs go up to this individual later on saying, how do we get a hold of Joyce or tell us more about this uh, resource. Well, I'll tell you what, that is wonderful because I have to tell you, Highmark from, you know, for years now, from Bill Lowry when he was CEO then John Browse and now Ken Maloney mm-hmm. have really carried the flag to the highest level. They were the first company that really ever believed in me. Now today we're in 13 states and two provinces of Canada, but make no mistake about it, it all started with uh, high mark. You know, that's why my hat will always be off to them. But that's a great story, Rodney, because the more people that see other companies doing it, the more I believe it will have an impact and what I like about that is it's for the right reason, mm-hmm. for business value. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I really like. It's mm-hmm. for business value. Mm-hmm. And we also have a question here from Linda in Connecticut mm. who says, um, Aradna, my question for you relates, I guess, to children at a younger age. But I'm wondering, do you see in our education system, do you see a lot of leadership training by the time you meet Adults. <laughs> um, well, I'll speak from personal experience. My uh, children, I, we have two boys now, 15 and 12, 
and they are in the public school system here in in, in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, I think, again, lots of opportunities are available to my boys through the school system, through extracurricular activities. It is, you know, the family's responsibility, my responsibility, my husband's responsibility, and then my children's choice, whether they are going to sit in front of the TV or they're going to go out and do something for themselves and for their school and for the community. So I think there are, again, I'll keep coming back to, there are choices, there are opportunities, we have to seize on them. And I would be remiss if I, you know, cast a very general statement that our by the time we, as at, an, at Leadership Pittsburgh Inc., see young professionals, they've not had much leadership training. I would, that would, I would be remiss to say that, because most of the time, people who qualify for our programs have already achieved something in their professional and personal and community lives. Because this is a selection-based program, so we look at the past performance before selecting them into our program so that we can hone their leadership skills, we can make them more aware, or we can help them become more aware of the issues facing the community. Opportunities are there. It is individual responsibility. Well, a question I had, Arad, and I don't know if you ever run into this or not, but have you seen any initiatives or run into any initiatives in Pittsburgh to get more minorities or people with different disabilities onto for-profit corporate boards. And I wondered if you just had any suggestions about that. Um, you know, Joyce, I hear a lot of talk about that. I, I'm afraid I'll not be able to pinpoint a certain uh, one initiative. Um, I, uh, I remember distinctly a conversation that was being held by um, at a forum of the International Women's Forum that I'm uh, proud to be a, member, a new member of, and this topic was coming up. And these are women in est- positions of established leadership, lots of connections, and this topic was coming up. I I think we we are getting there, but I ha- I don't know of any you know any initiative focused solely on getting people with disabilities on corporate boards? I don't. Well, you know, this is something that I talk to a lot of people about because many, many, many years ago, I think there was an initiative like that in Pittsburgh. But you know why that is so important in every city, no matter where it is, is that, you know, who's running the company? Everyone thinks it's just Mr. or Ms. CEO, but you know there's this thing called the corporate board mm-hmm. driving the direction and making decisions and what an impact that would have if there were people with disabilities or if there were more minorities on these boards. Then some of these diversity issues that we're talking about would, you know, would come forward. So I, I really hope, you know, that we will keep talking about that and working on that to see that happen. And I also have to say, Aradna, welcome to IWF as I, too, am a member. (laughs) Well, thank you. Proud to be and pleased to be. Thank you. That is a wonderful group, great group of uh, women. And Esther Bush, who's also the head of the Urban League, has just done a tremendous job with that group and also very supportive of the work we're doing with people with disabilities. No surprise with what Esther said. Mm, with Esther, no. Oh, yeah. she's fantastic. Well, with that, listen, we're going to go to break, and then we'll be right back 
We're talking to Aradna Dawn, the president and CEO of Leadership Pittsburgh, Inc., and you're listening to America's Voice with Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control, and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling, whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show, and once again, a happy holiday week. We have as our guest today, Aradna Donda, President and CEO of Leadership Pittsburgh, Inc. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, um, she is someone, she is a leader who immediately, when I met her, embraced not only what my company, but the whole idea of employing people with disabilities. And yet, as my listeners well know, uh, former United States Attorney General Dick Thornburg, when he recently spoke in New York City, said, I have sobering news, and that sobering news is that the employment of Americans with disabilities is actually worse today than it was in 2001, and that only 35% 
of Americans with significant disabilities who want to work are actually working. Now, not everyone is like you, Rodna. That's what my point is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're very open-minded, but many people are opposed to this. Why do you think that is? Oh, it's 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 a shame. It's about preconceived notions. You know, unfortunately, it is the loss of those people who who don't allow themselves to be exposed to the talent pool and the potential of everyone, including people with disabilities. It just is such a shame, and and it saddens me to hear those statistics being uh, quoted by Dick Thornburg. I mean, it just it's just such a shame. It's just such a loss. It's it's like a resource which is out there, and we are not tapping into it because of some, again, silly preconceived notions. But perhaps the challenge is then for the rest of us who don't have those notions to keep applying the pressure. Advocacy is very important in all cause-related movements. Mm-hmm. And what you do, Joyce, and what you're doing through this show and what your listeners can do through advocacy efforts is what is going to turn the tide. Yes. You know, I have one thing Rodna said that I'll tell you what, and I'm going to quote her when I say it, when I speak anywhere, this thing she says when she says jump in. Every, everyone needs to jump in. You know, it can't be just one person to make these changes. I need everyone to jump in because... As you said, Aradna, if if everyone would become apathetic and just not say anything, nothing will change. Mm-mm. You've got to get in front of people, and you've got to continue talking about it over and over again. And, and that's another great thing about Leadership Pittsburgh. You have a chance here to impact other people who, as you said, are already fairly successful in their career if they've joined Leadership Pittsburgh. Absolutely, and the personal responsibility. This is my community. I am going to succeed if my community succeeds. You know, unless unless we really buy into that philosophy, how can we hold others accountable if we are not going to hold ourselves accountable for the best we can do for us and for the community and for the issues that we care about uh, especially issues related to people with disabilities. Now, it was it you when I bumped into you at a at a supermarket that you said that we are everyone is only temporarily abled? Right. Right. I said to Ron, I said, "Remember, when I meet people, I say to them, you are the temporarily able-bodied. You can join this minority group at any time, and hopefully it would not take that for you to realize how important this is." Mhm. No, and it's it's again it's about the potential. I, mean, we, we, I was amazed to hear uh, from going back to this exec uh, from Highmark talking about the productivity gains that he had had in one department where they had, with your help, Joyce, uh, recruited some employees who happened to be uh, uh, happened to have some disabilities. And but but just it was amazing, powerful. Well, you know what, people with disabilities want to work. People with disabilities want a chance, and people with disabilities know how precious employment is. Many have forgotten. We have not forgotten. That's why when you hire a person with a disability, 
you're going to have a very loyal, appreciative employee who was not given a chance before. And that's what makes such a difference when it comes to that area of productivity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Aradna, we had another question for you from D.C. asking, uh, Ms. Donda, what do you think are the key leadership skills <laughs> that you look for in our youth and that you feel they need or must develop to become business leaders and public servants of tomorrow? Vision is an overarching skill, and it can be developed by reading, by participating in creative thinking opportunities. But having a vision as a leader is very, very important. The Another thing which is important to have as a skill is to be able to work through others. Leaders work through others. Not They don't go ahead and do just everything themselves. They have to have the ability to persuade others to work towards an agenda. They have to be able to work through possible disagreements. They have to be able to confront disagreements and uh, and realize that that not everyone might agree with with a few people, but that doesn't make the majority right. The commitment. The, um, the personality, the uh, honesty, integrity, communication, those are some skills that are absolutely key to leadership. Oh, and how I agree. You know, what Aradna said at the beginning when she was talking about vision and said, you know, you need to read, you need to improve yourself, you need to gain this skill. You have the ability to continue educating yourself throughout your life, but you have to be that type of leader that realizes that, you know, there's never a day in my life that I'll think I've stopped learning or that I know it all. The day that you think that is the day you know you're in trouble because you can always improve, you can always be better. Um, And, Aradna, many people sent in an email asking me to ask you a question about, um, do you feel it is now a strategic vision at most leadership training to get across to people that a good leader serves? Would you explain that question to be a little bit more? Yes. Just... The question they're asking is that leadership training across the United States programs where they train people, mm-hmm. do you think it is now more commonplace that people are telling everyone a good leader serves? Whereas... Years and years ago, it was more that people thought of business leaders as being somewhat, I don't want to say dictatorial, but, Mm -hmm. you know, forceful. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Mm -hmm. that now it seems that many people are stressing in everything you read that a good leader serves. Absolutely. Absolutely. At the same time, I want to point out that a good leader needs to be not afraid of taking ownership. And, and the responsibility. The accountability is still the leader's. So if something goes wrong, it is the leader's accountability. He or she is the one who is accountable. So one has to be bold enough and courageous enough to take that 
ownership, that responsibility on. But yes, more and more communities, more and more organizations, more and more corporations are talking about this whole concept of a servant leader. It's not in a position. I mean, in my role, I was just at some an event this morning, and um, the room was had not been set up to um, uh, to facilitate the most effective dialogue for this particular session. And so, my staff member and I, we took off our high heels and we moved tables. And you know, and five minutes later, we put our high heels back on, and you know, put our jackets back on, and there we were. Um, so it's it's in service of something. You are leading in service of some intent, some desirable goal. And that necessarily means that one has to be able to serve others. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. That does not mean in any way, shape, or form that the person is not powerful. Mm -hmm. Because I think to myself of Justin Dart, and Justin Dart passed away a few years ago, as all my listeners know, in the disability world. Justin was the general. He was the champion. He was it. He pulled all of us together, and he was always, with whether it was President Clinton uh, or former President Bush, he was frequently seen with them on stage when they were talking about anything that had to do with disability. Mm-hmm. Justin was there. Well, he passed away, but his wife, Yoshiko, is still living. And I just want to tell you something. She, although she embodies everything, about servitude, she's a person I would follow anywhere. Mm-hmm. She has the power because of her kindness and her ability to lead through being, uh, you know, a servant. I really do believe that. And I also like what you said, Aradna, about not being afraid to take ownership. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when it comes to initiatives about hiring people with disabilities or diversity, whatever it is, sometimes people are hesitant about being the one that's the champion. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. a true owner, you shouldn't be worried about that because you were talking about Highmark, Keith Katmeyer, who was mm-hmm. the chief operating officer at Highmark, mm-hmm. and Bill Lowry. When they took ownership of this, it wasn't very popular. You know, mm-hmm. it was back before anyone was doing this. Mm-hmm. But look mm-hmm. what's happened since. And one leads by example. Yes, that's exactly right. It leads by example. Well, I hope you're listening to this show. In a few minutes, I'm going to tell you how you can join Leadership Pittsburgh. But right now, we're going to break, and then we'll be back with our guest, Aradna Donda, the president and CEO of Leadership Pittsburgh, Inc. You're listening to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their 
their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dog. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Well, welcome back, and we have been talking this hour to Aradna Donda, who is the president and CEO of Leadership Pittsburgh, Inc. And Aradna, how do people get involved with Leadership Pittsburgh, Inc., and what is the website? Oh, wonderful. It is www.lllarryp, as in Peter, I, as in Inc., N, as in Nancy, C, as in Cat, dot org. So it's www.lpinc.org, or some anyone can call us on our phone, 412-392-4505, and they could email us at info at lpinc.org. Um, many, many ways to get, get information about the program. Joyce, uh, do you want me to talk about what the process for selection is and applications is? Yeah, that's fine. Go right ahead. Okay, so we are actually in what we call the intense recruitment phase for our next class, next set of classes. Uh, your audience heard me talk about our class that met at the diversity retreat in February. A new class for Leadership Pittsburgh and program for senior level managers starts in September, and a new class for our emerging leaders starts in October, and they pretty much run, both of these classes run parallel to the school years, so LP and LDI, so Leadership Pittsburgh and Leadership Development Initiative, both will graduate in June. LP meets once a a month for a full day. LDI meets about once or twice a month in the evenings from 4.30 to 8. Selection is based on an um, application process and letters of recommendation 
that, uh, applications are available on our website that I just mentioned. And the deadline for applications for our incoming class that will start in September of 2006 for LP is first Friday of May. For LDI, for a class that will start in October, is first Friday in June. It is a fee-based program. We want to uh, have a wide representation. We encourage people from all different walks of life, all different backgrounds to apply to our program. Scholarship assistance is available, but primarily, primarily geared towards nonprofit professionals. And so we look forward to receiving applications in May and reviewing them. And a committee of our graduates meets uh, in, uh, for LP in May, for LDI in June. And we send out accept, acceptance letters um, right after that. Well, that is phenomenal. And what is that phone number? One more time. Sure. 412-392-4505. All right. Well, now, and I would encourage everyone to look into that and to get involved, as Aradna would say, to jump in. Jump in. So, yes. Yeah, so, Aradna, you have had many accomplishments in your life. My question, which I ask all of my guests these last two questions, first is, what are you proudest of? Mm. You know, I think if you've had um, uh, mothers on uh, on your show, which I'm sure you must have had, um, chances are you hear this often. I have to say this. I mean, I am proudest of my two boys and and the young men that they are now turning out to be. I mean, I don't know how much of it is my accomplishment or God's grace, but um, I am so proud of them. So so proud of them as a mother. Um, in terms of personal accomplishment, as I reflect back um, to my growing years, I did not speak a word of English. Um, wait, 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 from how long ago? <laughs> till I was 10. Amazing. I, that is amazing. Go ahead. And so when I was 10 is when I first started to learn this new language at the almost insistence of my mother. You know those mothers. They are wonderful. And they can make you do anything you, they want you to do. Um, and at the insistence of my mom, I started learning English. And as I was reflecting on this just about a year and a half back, um, you know, I was being asked to edit um, white papers written by these wonderful CMU, uh, Carnegie Mellon University graduate students and professors. And I said, wow, you know, wow. Uh, by the grace of God and with good training opportunities, good encouragement from my family and the wonderful teachers I had along the way. Um, I, I, I think I'm very proud of that. Well, you should be very proud of that because that is amazing when you speak so well. Well, I've had, I've had good teachers, good support, and a lot of hard work and many tears, Joyce, <laughs> along the way. Well, you obviously listened to your mother and took that advice. Well... Uh, how can you avoid that, right? Right. <laughs> uh, your sons, what are your sons' names? Uh, the older one's given name is Keshav, but he goes by Cash. Mm -hmm. And the younger one go is Bridge. And they're just beautiful, beautiful boys, and, and they're turning out to be good young men, and they're working hard at school and playing sports. And, you know, and as long as they're happy, and they're good human beings. That's all that I, all that I ask. 
Well, I can't think of uh, a better role model representative for them, and I sure they will turn out to be great leaders in this country also, and I wish them the very best. And you're right, because um, that is how all mothers feel, and actually it's one of the last questions, um, and this is from a Marsha in Tennessee mm. saying, uh, I have a question for you. Since you are an expert in the area of leadership, do you have any tips for mothers when they're raising children to try to instill good leadership skills or characteristics or traits, whatever you want to call it, from when they're young? Walk the talk. And listen. Listen to the children. Almost be as innocent as they are. Not be judgmental. I mean, this is this is a very, you know, very minor thing. But I have seen some of my dear friends comment in front of their children on other people's looks, weight, hair, clothes, manner of speech. Children pick those things up. And how can we say we are the parent when we are being judgmental ourselves? So walk the talk. They're observing you. You know what? That is just so powerful, Rodna. And that is just why I think you're such a great person, Rodna. Such a great leader. We're lucky to have you here in our community. But isn't that the truth? You know, I want to tell you that I heard um, Marlo Thomas speak at Carlo University. Many years ago she spoke there. And you know, her speech was called, A Little Girl is Watching. Mm. And what she was talking about is we don't realize it, but whether we're a parent, a neighbor, an aunt, uh, a school teacher, a guidance counselor, a Sunday school teacher, I don't care what we are, you don't realize the impact you have on a child. They watch everything you do, and they pick up everything you say. How Mm -hmm. true that is. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, when you say things about, for example, people with disabilities or make fun of people for whatever reason it is, they learn that from you also. Mm-hmm. Well, go they, ahead. I'm sorry. They have, they have to learn that each and every human being, each and every animal needs to be respected. And if we don't respect, how can we expect our children to do that? Oh, how true. Unfortunately, folks, this is how children learn to hate. And this is how children learn to be discriminatory, to discriminate against people. They learn from what they hear. Mm -hmm. They learn, they pick it up, and then they follow in that same way. And it just kills me when I hear someone make a derogatory comment about someone with a disability in front of a child, especially their own child. It doesn't have to be your own, though. As I said, children look up to adults. They listen to what they say. But it just kills me because I know they're going to think that way. How to? I mean, how often do your children come home and repeat what they've heard, even from their neighbors? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you heard Aradna's advice, walk the talk, 
can't think of better advice. And Aradna, um, we ask all of our guests that have been on our show what message they would like to leave with our listeners. Oh, wow. Um, well, thank you for the opportunity once again, Joyce. Um, say, own your passion. Work to make your dream come true. And, and as someone much wiser than I has said, be the change that you want to see in the world. Jump in. Jump in. Oh, yeah, I love that, Aradna. I'll tell you, I'm ready to get T-shirts made with your name underneath that. <laughs> I love that, jump in. I just love that. Aradna, one more time, phone number for Leadership Pittsburgh and website. 412-392-4505 and www.lpinc.org. All right, and you have been listening to our wonderful guest, Aradna Donda, the President and CEO of Leadership Pittsburgh, Inc. And Aradna, it has been my pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for the opportunity. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Joyce, and good luck to all your listeners, and, and have a wonderful, blessed day. Thank you very much. And I end every show with a quote from someone who has impacted the lives of people with disabilities or a person with a disability. And today it is from the great President Franklin Roosevelt. And he said, a good leader can't get too far ahead of his followers. Hmm. How true that is. A good leader can't get too far ahead of his followers. I wish all of you listening to the show a wonderful holiday. You've been listening to Joyce Bender on Disability Matters on VoiceAmerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.